Hello and welcome back, guys. We're here on an off week, but we wanted to bring you guys some content. We also just want to sit down and talk about Spurs. Um, so we're here today at the you know seventh of September, so it ended a few days ago. But we do want to bring up bring up our transfer news, everything that happened over the summer. Talk about all our feelings of what happened. Um, and then also we have international break this week. So we'll discuss that. I'm sitting here with my good friend, Nick Turns. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing well. As I told you, I was doing it okay. And then I did a little research. And now I feel oh, depressed. <laughs> research about Spurs, I'm guessing? Breaks. Yes. International break suck. Yes, we will get into that. That's going to be the second half of today. Um, but yes, that's, that's going to be the, the sad part. I think, I don't know. This is pretty somber, not as exciting as the three episodes win. Um, <laughs> but so this, this summer we did a lot. We had our, probably our best new signing, um, Don Paratici, uh, yes. bringing, we've discussed that multiple you know, times. Yeah. Putting the fire underneath Levy. And, uh, you know, really doing what us as Spurs fans have always hoped and dreamed. Um, just a little bit of uh, empathy in the fucking transfer window. <laughs> Felt good. Felt good to spend money in a transfer window. Yeah. And be expecting to spend money. Yes. And I'm very excited about who we brought in. Yes. I don't know about you. So let's... Yes, I'm. I'm very excited. Um, our list of who we brought in is much shorter than who went out, but let's start from the top with them and let's discuss everyone we brought in, um, and really what we think, like the reasons, their potential, all these good things. So the very first one, which I think no one was expecting, um, because no one thought we needed a goalkeeper. Um, we were all hoping for defenders and maybe a new attacker and things like that. Um, but we brought in Pierre Luigi Gullini, um, who seems like he's fit in really well with everyone so far. Um, what are your thoughts about like when we brought him in? Do we really need him? And then just like what what you see in his his Spurs future? I was surprised to see it, especially as like our first move for sure. I thought mm-hmm. we had other positions we were more in need of, but I mean it makes sense. Joe mm-hmm. Hart. Joe Hart, I mean, he tries hard and, and all that, but I don't think yeah. he's, the, he's the answer for us as a backup. So I think Galini bringing him in is a really good idea. I think, especially with the lone two-by, I think is a perfect mm-hmm. best-case scenario. Give him a couple Europa Conference League, he'll play in there. We'll see how he does. He'll get plenty of yep. opportunities to shine. And we'll know how he performs. It's, it's good because Loris, love Loris, but he's getting older. Don't yeah. know how quickly he's gonna age, so it's good to look at something and not have to buy, right? So I think mm-hmm. that was a really good signing. So and then, like I said, I think we talked yes. about this a long time ago, and I haven't looked into it. I don't know if he has homegrown or not because I do know oh, he came yes. up. Yes, I haven't heard. Yes, I heard. I mean, we did discuss that. I remember initially, um, and but I haven't heard any more on that. I haven't heard anyone else like really bring it up. That's a good thing to look yeah. into. Um, yeah, we'll try and figure that out. Maybe someone on Instagram knows. We'll ask him. Um, but yeah, he's, but yeah, he, he seems like a good talent, and he's young, he's young. 
brings a lot of energy and enthusiasm, which is yep. like, I think is awesome, especially off the bench for a goalie. I mean, I see him a lot coming off the bench celebrating, being like one of the first guys around the pitch yes. after a game to with the guy. So I mean, he seems like a really good like locker room guy at worst case scenario. So I'm yes. pretty excited so far. Yeah, it's it's always difficult with goalkeepers because you know they either are playing or they're not. There's only one of them on the field. Um, and that's a position that unless you're injured, if you're the starter, you're the starter. Um, so I think you're exactly right with his, his attitude since gotten here. I don't think anyone really knew about him beforehand, uh, but since gotten here, everything we've seen, me personally, I'm very impressed on the field and then him on the bench him in other matches. Um, he seems, again, as we're saying, young, um, and I think there's like two themes with this uh, with this transfer window that we'll talk about with like everyone. Uh, one is kind of like young talent, uh, but like not, not just like 18 year olds, you know, young talent that's ready to, to really step into a first team. Um, and then the, the other thing for me is just that, yeah, it was a, it was a great window <laughs> that we're kind of looking forward uh, to seeing players. Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely like the signing, but wasn't expecting it. Just like you said, um, yeah, a little bit random, but I do like, as you're saying, um, the loan to buy. And then also, uh, as we're saying with Spurs, like usually it's like deadline window signings, which we had one, we'll get to them. Um, mm -hmm. But like, it's usually things like that. This is one of the first times I've seen us do like a really mature uh, transfer window move with this, where it's like, we're going to get him. We're not forcing Hugo out the door. We're going to let him sit and train with one of the best, you know, keepers in the world, get used to our team. Oh, yeah. um, so I think it's definitely a good move. Yeah, that's a really good point. Typically, we leave everything till very late in the transfer window yeah. to do stuff. It's, it's nerve-wracking. Sure. Yes, our, our four plays not the best. And then you mentioned it, but I, I only agree. Um, we'll get to everyone that went out, like, who, who all left. But getting rid of Joe Hart, I think, it was just, like, a great alleviation. Um, we got a million dollars for Joe Hart. That blows my mind that we could even get anything for him. <laughs> I mean, it blows my mind that he went to Celtic and he's playing Champions League football. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> touche. I mean, I he was sitting that. on our bench for the Conference League. Cameron Carter-Vickers, too, there. <laughs> what do you mean? He went on loan to Celtic on deadline day. So, oh, you're right. He did. Yeah, so he's got an opportunity to play some Champions League football, which, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. I mean, that's great. That's exactly what we need, especially if it's alone. Um, I think we've talked about him before. It's, he's an American. I wish he would flourish at Spurs, but I've never really seen – him do it even in America, like where where the where the skill yeah. levels maybe a little bit less than the Premier League. Um, I don't know what everyone sees in him. He's big, but um, yeah, maybe hopefully he'll he can turn it around. We'll we'll see, or maybe we can get some money for him. You know? Yeah, I think he could do all right in the Scottish League. There, he seems to have pretty good outings or seasons when he goes down to the Championship. I know that. Like, mm -hmm. He does solid. I just don't know if he's a Premier League or top of the top of the table, like we're pushing for defender. So correct. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe lower in the Premier League or something. Yeah. But yeah, I wish him all the best, yeah. and especially since, like you said, he's an American. So hopefully, he does well and can force his way in into our U.S. team and do well. I love it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Um, all right, so moving on to our second signing of the summer, another one which when this came in, I think all of us, and even when we talk about all these players that came in, I think it's another theme is none of us are expecting it. And kind of Danny Rose symptom was like, I've never heard of this person, but not as bad as, as what Danny Rose really meant. Really, these people just like Googled once or talked to one person that isn't there, and they'll know. Uh, these names and things like that. So, you know, the second person come in, Brian Hill, our young Spanish captain. Yes, that's the one time I'll, I'll do it. I am not drunk yet, guys. Yes, thank you. You got <laughs> it right. Gilly. It's going to be Gilly for most of the season or all of his life. Gilly, like <laughs> those shoes with the – Gilly, like those shoes with the, uh, with the skates in them. Gilly's. Oh, okay. He can be a Healy. There we go. Yeah. All right. I, I don't mind that. <laughs> all right so yes we bring in this young that's no that's hilarious um that's another good shirt idea oh that'd be awesome oh i want one now right Healy. all right we're, uh-huh. we're sticking it um yeah so all right we got brian heel for 22 million from sevilla correct and then yep. gave Eric Lamella in trade. It was a great Pokemon trade back in the day. You get the young holographic, and they get the old Charizard that you don't even want anymore. That never even he was always injured. <laughs> it's got all uh, folds in it. Corners are folded. Bent in the corner. Like it's never gonna get the right amount. Yeah. I mean. I'll, I'll respect to Lamella, but yes, I was this. It was a good move, I think, for both teams for sure. I think they yes. got a player who's ready to play, and he's, I guess, the first week or two, he's done really well. I haven't paid attention yeah. since, but I mean, he's I don't know exactly. Up. I know, yep, I know one game he scored two goals, and I believe like on his debut, he either scored or had an assist or something. Yeah, um, I think it was two in his assist or in the debut, and the next one, I think he scored a game winner. Yeah, something like that. Um, which is so funny because yeah. I think we call it that once he goes out, he's going to be amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he does suit the Spanish league uh, much more. And yep. so, I mean, good on him. And I think you're right. It's, I think it's good both directions. Uh, we got a young player that's looking to really expand what he's doing. And he brings something to us that we didn't have that Derek Lamello certainly didn't bring. Um, but just a lot of effort. The few times we've seen him, I think most Spurs fans have just fallen in love. It's not been like against yeah. the biggest oppositions, but his, I mean, I, I, I've been fighting for Chari. We don't have to talk about it at, at all in this episode, but with him and his effort, it's just like, I don't even need anyone else to fill that position. I mean, that's, that's what I'm going for. So yeah. What's your thoughts on what you've seen with Mr. Heal? Mr. Heal, he looks good. I mean, obviously he's young, so we all need to be patient with him. Let's remember that yeah. this fan base plays. But I mean, there's a lot of potential there. I watched a lot of his highlights. I watched some of the Spain games in the Olympics just so I could hopefully see him play. And yeah, he looks pretty yeah. solid. I mean, 
like you said, he brings something we don't really have much of. He goes at defenders, really good at dribbling. His service is yep. pretty solid, too. I mean, he's already got an assist. I mean, that assist to Kane in the Europa yeah, Conference League. that was League. a beautiful assist. And he created yep. that whole play. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's um, good. It's really good. I'm really excited yeah. about his future. I was, I Googled his name as soon as we signed him, but uh, I liked a lot that I saw. <laughs> I can Yes, they're all highlights too, so you only see the good. But I was very excited about what I saw, so I'm very, very positive. And yes, I can't wait to see more of him. Two things that I really like about him: one is that uh, the two completely different things, but one is that pretty small. He's pretty thin, and and like he he seems young. It seems. I mean, he, he's probably going to stay pretty skinny most of his life, but it seems like he's going to fill out and grow more, which is always a scary thing. People might they grow and grow differently and could ruin his beautiful voice. <laughs> but, uh, no, but um, so he seems like he could grow a lot. And if he grows with us, we could really have, you know, a young Cristiano Ronaldo because he changed a lot throughout his career and only got better. Um and he seems like he's got a lot of growth potential. Um, what's your thoughts on that? And then I'll get to my second point because they're completely different. No, I mean, he's 19. So, yeah, he'll grow. He'll pack on some pounds as in muscle. And, yeah, yeah. but that was, that's one of my little worries about him is the Premier League is a bit rougher, especially the way they've been, they've been calling mm-hmm. it this year. So, there's yes. a little bit of a worry. But I mean, he's 19. He's got time to grow in, get a bit stronger. Yeah. And, I mean – just because you're small doesn't mean you're not going to be good. I mean, there's some pretty good smaller yeah. players in the league. Uh, well, Pedro also, Nieto, Diego Jota, mm-hmm. just a couple. I mean, Messi does fine. Obviously, not, he's not a Messi. I mean, that's a yeah. insane talent. I think he's a little bit more yeah. lanky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They uh, compare, Almost. they call him little, uh, little Cruyff or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. But I, I would see almost more like a Deli Eli. Deli Eli came into the league, and he was a – 19-year-old, you know, kind of small kid size. Um, And so I think it it might take a few years, but I think he he has a lot of growth. Yeah, and then he's on the wing too, right? And like he plays left wing. And I'm trying to think, some plays out there on the left, doesn't he? So he was playing on the left, but he was switching and coming inside a lot in that last game. Um, Yeah. And and the B-line... in terms of was running further out, sorry. In terms of seeing behind someone in the packing order, I mean, and learning oh, from, yeah. yes, you can't be upset. I mean, if he can pick up Sun's enthusiasm for the game, and then his just talent, him. yeah, and his like, yeah, in his his thinking and how he plays, I mean, he'll, yeah, we're setting up for us yep. him for success, I think, and yes, I'm hoping for big things. And- we'll see. And so to, to move on to my second point, but say, still with Brian, um, I mean, talking about his, his potential, he's captaining uh, Spain. Spain in this. U21. Yeah. Yep, they're U21. And I mean, so that was impressive. I, I didn't see any of it. I think I, or I, those are hard to get a hold of, but uh, I haven't seen any highlights oh, yeah. online. But I believe they won both of their matches. They played two matches. I believe they've won both of them. Um, not not positive. We're not too sure about all the international results, but we, we will get there at the end. Um, but again, he's captaining his fucking young team. That's just another captain into our squad. We got Skip captaining the team. 
We got other young kids. I think uh, Alfie Bond was capturing his age group. Um, sorry, we'll get to international in a second. No, we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, jump around. But um, and then all right. So our next yeah, our next player that we brought in. What's that? Well, I was just saying. Yeah, I'm very excited about the signing, and I th- and they did win today, and he had an assist. There we go. Thank you, Google. I love you. <laughs> right. Um, good work. So yes, all right. So Brian, very excited for this young talent. Can't wait. Um, I feel like he's gonna be a jersey that that sells. People are gonna be buying his jersey quick, especially with his him being a winger. He's gonna oh, be yeah. a fan favorite. Yeah. Yeah. But him, he is just like, and I might be skipping your order, but uh, Pape, Papisar. These are two skip really order, young. Skip the order and let's talk. That's all right. But he, th- these are two really young top talents that like yes. a lot of teams would have wanted. So like this, I really like this window for that reason. We yes. got rid of some of our older players. I can't remember the stats, but I think average age out was 28. Average age in was like 20. I mean, we're bringing yes. in youth, yes. rebuilding the team, and these, and not just with young, young guys, like young, really talented, highly touted prospects. Yes. So, like, yes, um, lot to be. Yeah, uh, Sars Senegal. He's on the bench, but he's he's in their World Cup qualifiers down there for Senegal. Okay, perfect. I didn't see that. Um, yeah, and no, I guess I heard the other day that Hugo Lloris is the only player over thirty years old uh, in our squad. So that is, yeah, very exciting for us Spurs fans. We should all be excited for that. But yeah, let's so let's give this Sar? order. Sorry, what's that? Skipping skipping the order. How do you feel about Sar? Yeah. So, uh, kind of to continue what you were just saying, like one thing I'm really excited. I mean, we did it. So it's it's funny and exciting. But we literally shipped out Eric Lamella and got a younger Eric Lamella, semi, you know, but all better, you know. Uh, in our opinion. Yeah. Uh, and then we shipped out an old Sissoko and at the same time brought in Pape Sar. And I don't know much about him. I've only seen a few highlights, but to my knowledge, he plays somewhat of a defensive center mid. Correct? Yep. Yeah. Or like a box-to-box midfielder. So almost what Sissoko was playing. I mean, it's almost a like-for-like, like, but 10 years younger, 8 years younger, and a lot of potential. Um, a lot of so yeah, so that's kind of my opinion. I'm excited about him. I, I had I don't know much about him, but it does seem like a like for like. And just as I was saying, a theme for this this window um, was a, a a great refresh. <laughs> yeah, I I'm excited. About him. I know when we first were linked to him, my brother was like, "Oh, that's not it's not." Uh, I might say his name is Malia from Watford because they both share the okay. same last name. I'm like, no, I know that. Like, I know this name. So, like, I've heard of him before. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I was excited. I don't know much about him. I've just, I know I've heard his name, and I've heard he's pretty highly thought of. So, I was like, I was excited when we yeah. were in the running for him. So. Yeah, no, I, I had heard of him. Um, Just, like, seeing little things about him. But, yeah, when, when we signed him, I did the, the Google search. And uh, no, he he looks good. He looks like a good talent. Every everyone online is saying he's great. And the fact it's to stay and hopefully first team full. I mean, he was playing first team last year. Um, great, great uh, back of the house move. I think again. Yep, I agree. Yeah, especially at eighteen, give him the minutes. Yep. And that's uh fifteen million for for uh, up and coming talent. 
That's that's one thing is you know yeah. thirteen million for Galini. These are great prices for what could be great players. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, if I've heard. Yeah, I've uh, Fabrizio. I mean, we all know Fabrizio yeah. for transfer rumors, but he he talks a lot. I mean, he's he's guy knows his stuff. He says a lot of good things about Fabi, and he said it was a steal for fifteen. Like that's a guy you can go. easily turn around or fifty in a in a couple of years. There we go. A new you know, Ingolo Conte essentially is kind of what I've seen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Fabrizio went as far as to say I think. Uh, Paul Pogba like oh even better yeah less defensive more of a yeah creator yeah so we'll see but yeah I'm excited well that's great we yeah, got young cool. Cruyff young Pogba uh <laughs> young Hugo Lloris and then uh <laughs> so to get back on track a little bit so then we brought in probably one we expected to jump right into the first team or that was like quality enough to jump right in um, he hasn't yet, yep. and now it's going to take a little bit longer for him to come back. We'll discuss all this. But uh, Christian Romero from Atlanta, um, Pierre Luigi's teammate, uh, he came in, another one, not expecting, uh, wasn't really on anyone's radar, but once he entered the radar, I think everyone was very excited. That was probably our most hopeful. The one position where we were like, yes, this is what we need. Um so I just, I'm just going to jump straight to you. Like, what was your thoughts on – so essentially, is is his transfer alone or is it a, a full deal? I'm not sure. Is Was was he a full – was he alone for Romero? Yeah. No, it was, uh, they might have – I think they had to structure it as a loan with obligation to yeah. buy because I think uh, Atalanta had to – can't sell. They had – for some like like I don't even know if there were some strange rules they couldn't really sell was... anymore bring someone in or something yeah. weird like that so so there's a loan with an obligation to buy yeah because what I'm looking at it says loan and I, I didn't remember hearing that so that's why I was confused but um I do know when it was happening like he was technically a Juve player or something like that and he was on loan to Atalanta they had to purchase him and then they could sell him. Something like that. There was like a yeah. few steps in between. I know we were making fun of this on a different episode. Yeah, it's weird. It was a whole weird situation. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited about Kuti, though. I mean, voted Kuti defender, defender of the year in the the, the Syria ah, last year. So you know, there's talent. Yes. You know, there's ability. It might take so, a little bit for him to get used to like the speed and everything. But yeah. I mean, the Italian league's not terrible by any means, right? And it's not great, but it's pretty quality, good technical skill, and that goes on to defense, right? I mean, they're they're technically solid players on the defense. They learn, they know how to defend. So, I know I've been listening to some other podcasts and stuff, uh, and they say he dives in a lot, so that's a little bit to be worried about. But yeah, again, maybe not as bad with the way they're letting physical play happen more so this year. So. Hopefully, all this yeah. timing is perfect for us and in, in bringing him in. Us. So. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, fingers okay, crossed. So but I want to I want to expand the conversation about him a little bit while he's the man of the hour. Um, so we've got to see you know him come in a few times. Uh, I think start one match. Um, how do you feel yeah. about him so far? And then, like my other half of that question is, where do you think he fits in our team? Or like on the field, 
Um, I, the, the one game he started was the Europa Conference game we lost. Yeah. So, and I didn't get to watch that one, unfortunately. So I don't know how well, he played. I heard, from what I heard, it wasn't great. But it was. He was also playing next to, to Eric Dyer, I believe. So that I makes it a little bit more. I, I don't know exactly, but um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly the the formation that game. Um, I remember him kind of just being alone in the middle, but yeah. he didn't play that well. It seemed like his speed was off. Um, yeah, and that was a that was that was the game. Uh, Nuno talked about it after, but we had like. Almost like eight players that had never played with each other. Half of them had never yeah. played for Tottenham. Half of them had just landed. A lot of them were young. So I don't really judge him that much, but he seemed a little bit slow. Um, but then he, he he started again or played he played another match. And uh I think it was the other conference league at home. Um and he played good. He played a lot better. He slotted in a lot better um into our team. He was stepping up a lot more. He he got a few fouls called that I don't think were fouls, but it it looks like he's going to be a player that can really help us in transition. Like he's going to break up play fast and and move the ball forward fast. That's what I'm most excited for him. Now I don't know exactly where that fits though. That's kind of that was my second question because I don't know if he's a center defender like as you're saying sitting next to Dyer or sitting next to Sanchez. Personally, I see him in front of them as more of a stopper. Um, but then, like, who That's do you put, Hoybier or Winks or, you know? Well, then you have to go five in a back, right? Yes, which I think we might end up doing. I, th- I could see that. Um, and having those it's wing backs that can go forward. With, I, I mean, obviously this would be a little bit early, but with bringing Emerson in, that could definitely be a possibility. We might see more. Three and uh, <clears throat> five in the back. Emerson and uh, Reggie out wide. But, yeah, I don't know. I think... I think he could fill in right in just fine as a center back. It'll be interesting to see who he takes over for. I feel like currently that's, that's just kind of what I too. I just say just keep rolling with Dyer and Sanchez. Um, they've been playing well. Yeah, I'm not a big Dyer fan, so. But I mean, yeah, I he's mean, been playing pretty solid. I'll admit he shouldn't be game player of the month over Sanchez in my opinion. But that's different time, different place. Not sure yeah. how Sanchez is being so disrespectful. But um, it's funny. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how they determine those things. But yeah, it's like uh, they both have kept kept the clean sheets all season. They both have been playing very well. To me, it could have been either one of them. You know, it, it could have been Dyer or Sanchez nominated. Yeah, I think Dyer's made a few more mistakes that could have led to yeah something. Like giving up a goal more so than Sanchez, but I mean, yeah, neither have been perfect, yeah. obviously. Also, but yeah, and neither have given up a goal. I know, so that's huge, which is crazy. Yeah. So yeah, let's just keep rolling with these guys. The defense has been pretty solid for the most part. We yeah, have, I can't. So we keep rolling with it, but I can see him just coming in. Whoever is struggling the most, or whatever. Yeah. Um. But I yeah, I think you're right, though. I can see. I can see a back five with Dyer, Sanchez, and him in between the able to step up a little bit and yep. having wingers on the side. I can see that in some games. Um, and we'll talk about it. I mean, as injuries start to come in, I think he could, you know, play for skip sometimes a little bit in the midfield yep. further forward. Um, so yeah. he's definitely well, got a spot on this team. 
Oh yeah, and then I think once he adjusts, it's his spot. <laughs> I don't. I think he's a better defender than Sanchez or Tyre. So once we'll see. once he gets adjusted, I think he'll be in there, and it'll be it'll be his spot but to lose. I, I I feel you on being better, but I I'm, I actually think I'm gonna take a stand and say that like we would be better or he would adjust better if he was more in that center position, almost like a, a Matic or something like that, really just breaking up play. I mean, Hoybier does it too. So uh, Winks or not Winks, uh, Skip does it also, but I just see him in that like busting shit up in the middle, almost like a Mascherano um, player or position, but who knows? Yeah. I just get worried with our midfield then. I don't know if our midfield is good enough to, to, to connect and be really effective when we don't have two, two uh, little more holding holding mids. I mean, yeah. Romero's well, we'll not gonna push up that far, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I, he I think like... it could really work. Sorry, go on. No, you're good. No, I I think it'd be a fun formation to see play. I mean, I I would like to see Reggie and and Emerson or Tengang Gang, you know, get to be able to push up a little bit higher. Gang. Tengang Gang. Um... <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he just last last thing I want to say about Romero in, in the same conversation. Um, he seems like he has a good passing ability. So whether he yes. goes up far, it seems like and a good eye for the field. Like Argentinian, like he needs people moving and he can slot it in. Um, so we'll we'll see. We can hope with all these new players. Um, no, there's a sorry, right. every name we've seen so far. I've been very excited about. There hasn't been a name that I've yes. been wishing wishy on. So, yep. I'm well then, let's get to about. our last. Let's get to our last one that came in on uh, on deadline day, as we mentioned already. Um, Emerson Royale from Barcelona. He was only at Barcelona for two for like a month or like three weeks. Yeah, not <laughs> he like left and came back. Another another funny situation. Everyone's got these like weird situations. Hopefully, they can just find a home at Tottenham. You know, find it like settle and be happy. Um, so we get Emerson Royal, 22 million, same as Brian Gill, an, another pretty cheap buy for anyone. Um, I don't know much about yeah. him other than where he's played. I also know he's Brazilian. Um, my one opinion is I think they're just bringing in some Brazilians to make Lucas happy, which I'm perfectly fine with. More was um, happy before. Good. He's always happy, but we got to keep him happy. Um, <laughs> so he needs some Portuguese jokes on the soccer field. Uh, but other no. than that, I don't know much about him. Uh, what do you know any anything about him? Do you have any feelings? I mean, he, he just got here. We haven't seen him all at all. Barely any pictures yeah. out. Again, another player I don't know a whole bunch about, but I've heard he's again another pretty good talent. I don't think he's like supposed to be like anything crazy special, but our, uh, his service though I heard is really good. He's really good at putting okay. in crosses forward. So yeah. that that'll be exciting. I yep. think we missed that. And then a, um, another another masterclass sticking to the again the theme that I was saying before is uh, great back of the house management. We bring in a right back, and then we didn't even have a place for Serge Aurier to go. People are saying he might go to Arsenal. I hope he can speak a little bit of English and knows that that is bad. You know, <laughs> like I hope he understood that for the three years that he was here. Um, but. We brought in, you know, right back, which we've been looking for, and we got rid of the one we were really hoping to get rid of um, in a brilliant fashion. No one wanted him. If he wants to go, let him go. There's transfer windows still open in Italy and 
or Turkey, wherever else you want to go to, go for it. You know, so I think great, again, back of the house, you know, skills with that one. <clears throat> and so, I mean, that's like basically everyone we brought in. We brought in five players, uh, really didn't spend that money on anyone. Christian Romero being the most. Um, and, but then at the same time, we got rid of a lot of people, which I think was almost the best part of this transfer window. Um, a lot of headway had been lifted. We already talked about a few, Joe Hart, Sissoko, um, you know, Sir, Sir Jorie. But then we also got rid of, there's just people off our books. Like Juan Foyth, yeah. he, he was already gone. Danny Rose, he was yeah. basically already gone. Paolo Gazaniga, already gone. But, you know, they're officially gone. Um, Gareth yep. Bale and Carlos uh, Vinicius went back after their loan. But I actually want to stop and Wait, ask please. you about Gareth Bale. And um, getting him off the books is probably a good thing for our back of the house. But what are your thoughts on us not, you know, really even fighting to bring him back? Do you think we should have? Do you think it would have made – like could have helped in this season? Uh, it's tough. I like Bale a lot, and I was excited about him coming yeah. in. And I thought he played well for us, but, I mean, yep. I don't know. It's tough. It's so much money yeah. for a guy I don't – especially after the scene last year, I thought he'd be a little bit more involved. But I just don't know if his legs are there. Quite, yep. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he'll be healthy well, enough. So, I think it was okay. And well, I, don't, I don't know how, how big of his heart would be into it either. To be honest, like I know he loves Tottenham, but like he's talked a yes. lot about that was preparing for the Euros, and now the Euros are done. So maybe he's yeah. not as into it as he was before. I mean, that's always been yes. like one of his knocks is his professionalism or motivation or attitude. So, but I yes, I. Mean, I it's always a and he can just pull anything out of his ass, and that's always nice to right. have. Correct. But yeah, no, I fully agree with you. So, like, I, I agree with the statement on just his whether his heart would be there because even just from some of the words he said since he's been at back back at Madrid, I mean, it seemed like almost Tottenham was like a training camp for him to get back in form for Madrid and for Wales and stuff like that. Um, which is kind of sad as a Tottenham fan. But the other thing I heard, you know, a good shout out to our favorite, one of my favorite shows, uh, We're Tottenham TV. They were talking about it, and a few things they said. Um, they are saying that, you know, he might actually get into team well as far as our dynamic and as far as we're playing some of those smaller teams that are hard to cut open. You know, that's where he shined, especially at the end of the season. No, I agree. You know, he yep. was able to just do that thing, you know, like when he was on our team, that's, that, that was our whole, when he was on our team 10 years ago, that was our whole yeah. mentality was like, let Bale, let Bale, you know, crush it and stuff. Now we built a team where we can have like actual good play the whole time, or at least try. And then you put that, that dagger in there. So, so I think it, it he would have a place. Um, I don't know with like Nuno and stuff. And then again, his heart being there. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the saddest things that they said on that show, which I didn't think about because, you know, I don't live in North London. I don't get to see the matches. Was he was saying, uh, you know, Bale came back and the fans didn't get to see him at White Hart Lane. Oh, because yeah. we were that side. Yeah. It's a good point. That's one thing that well, kind of broke my one heart. Home. He didn't play probably in that. Did he? We had one home yeah, game at the end of the year. I don't know if he played. 
again, I don't know if fans were there or or something. I, I, maybe he maybe he only had one, but I, what they were saying is that he didn't get to play in front of the fans yeah. at White Hart Lane. My guess is he never came in that game because I know we had one yeah. home game fans, but I don't. Yeah, he probably didn't come in. Yeah, that does suck. Yeah. That reunion, uh, bittersweet, but for that yeah. reason. But uh, yeah, he could fit in. But I, I like. I feel like Stevie has kind of taken that role a little bit. I well really said. like watching Stevie B play. Stevie B, and we need a, a player just like how you mentioned that's going to go at guys and make things happen. Yes, I think that's one style player we are missing. For sure. Correct. So I'm hoping CBB continues to do that, but yeah, hopefully it's not. Yep. And we'll, we'll talk about CBB in a second when we get to these international breaks. Um, but a little bit more. So yeah, we got rid of Carlos Vinicius, um, Alfie Whiteman, which is our, you know, like our third goalkeeper Tottenham through and through he's out on loan. Um, that's not really a big deal. Um, and then we got Good rid moment. of Toby. Alder. What's that? That was a good loan. That was a tough one. Yeah. A tough pill as well. Toby. Yes. Yeah, I like Toby. He, I thought he played pretty solid last year. So I think he still had more in his tank. But yeah. Yep. Um, good for him. I'm happy. He just, I don't know if you recently saw it. He said the big reason was so he could see his family more. So I'm happy for him. Good for him. Okay. Like, so yeah, he said games. it would make sense. Games are just maybe with precautions and protocols it's just harder i don't know so okay but yeah he said yeah, that, that means- was one of the big reasons he's he's like it was hard at my age now and like becoming more of more of a family man like not being able to see my family that often so well well that makes sense and uh that's a very respectful reason i think we can all agree yeah yep. yeah no um, yeah he wasn't just going well, probably a little bit with well, the money too I don't know. I don't know if he got really even much of a payday, you know, going over there. Um, I'm sure he got ten million for him. Nothing too crazy. What's I'm sure that? his contract's pretty I'm sure he's got a, a hefty contract. Well, it's Dubai. We can only hope for him. <laughs> so, no. um, so, so what is your favorite signing? What What's your okay, What's on. your favorite signing? What's your favorite in and what's your favorite out? Good question. Um, I think favorite in is kind of uh, obvious or easy. Um, just the excitement of Brian Gill. You know, he's no uh, Charlie. <laughs> In January, I will be allowed to say that name again. Um, but Brian Gill coming in, that's the most exciting. It might not – maybe even Skip coming back because we don't really mention that. But um, probably Brian Gill. Uh, we'll throw the question back to you in a second. Um, favorite person going out? Um, I think some of the best deals were was Eric Lamella. Um, no one was really expecting it, and it, it opened up the space deal? for Brian Gill. Was that what you're most that? excited about leaving, though? Like, is that like I'm happy that we got rid of, like, I know Musa did good for us, but I'm happy he's gone. <laughs> Just, I'm not a Musa fan. I, uh, he cost me too many games, in my opinion. I feel you. But, well, yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad that we got him off the books, and he had a pretty hefty pay yeah. cut. Or pay but, so. Yeah, I mean, I, the Eric Lamella was probably the most, like, surprising. 
Um, probably also Serge Aurier. I'm actually a Serge Aurier fan for the most part. Like I didn't hate on him really? as much because I thought he, I thought he would always put out effort, you know, even though he made mistakes. Yeah. But um, just to kind of shut that chapter, um, and because no one thought it was going to happen, like because it came down to the wire. So Serge Aurier was a big one too. Well, Serge Aurier situation was really weird in general. So we had transfers mm-hmm. lined up. Teams who wanted him, but he didn't want to go to those teams for yeah. rivalry reasons or personal, whatever it was. So that kind of sucked because we couldn't sell him. And then, yeah, so getting off the books is good. But yeah, 100% agree with you. One of my other uh, friends mentioned it. He's like, he likes Serge. And for the same reason you said, he's like, he's always giving 100%. And yeah, that was, that's true. Serge always was. He was reckless a lot, but he also was 100% effort every game. So take it good with your bad, yeah. but I'm, he wasn't it. We needed to move on. So um, yeah, I'm ready. Yep. All right. So two players we have to talk about still with this transfer window, two players that we ended up holding on to. Um, one, the big one. Uh, I won that deli double. We got Harry Kane. We kept him. You weren't there, but I put your money down for you and I beat you. I took your money. I knew he wasn't. I, I've said it the entire summer that he's not leaving. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you I refuse. I refuse to lose this. I've never said he's leaving. I said there's no way Levy's gonna get what he wants for him. That's exactly right. Yeah, no, I fully agree. I mean, you you did say that, um, but a lot of people were just jumping on the hype train. I tried to tell everyone. I mean, I don't know exactly what was happening. No one does, but. Uh, media, not to be too conspiratorial, I've said it before, but they're here to sell newspapers, um, yep. not get the cool. answers right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, every time they say something about Harry Kane, a hundred million retweets. So, as many times they can say it, they're going to say it. They go down 10 million. Oh, everyone just 120 million. They go up 10. No, they're going. And it's like, who really knows? Um, you change the dollar no. sign to a to a pound now it's 10 million that's all this bullshit um yeah but yeah I mean, so we held just, on the hand yeah just like as you just were saying like it's media right pep pep said that yeah. they never made an offer for him and like you saw yeah. these newspapers like oh, it's a done deal 150 or they offered them 150 they're like but well well supposedly by pep who's actually involved he said they didn't even talk at all so like yeah, yeah. Who the f- was? But yeah, it's yeah, frustrating. That's a lot of a lot of Spurs fans that I've spoken with will still hate on Kane, even though he's here, saying that he just wasn't professional. He wasn't, you know, just like his character. It's like, really, you guys need to drop that hate train and understand what the reality is. He's here, and that's what I was trying to say the whole time. With the media thing is like, don't jump down the fucking rabbit hole they that they trapped you in. You know, just you know, mind your P's and Q's and see what's really in front of you. He's here. You know, don't be like, oh, well, he, he burned bridges on the way. It's like, no, he didn't. There's no bridges burned. He walked like, um, everyone quotes quotes that he, you know, was late to training. If you, you need to be a training. But again, these are things that we just don't know the full answer. That's my perspective. Um, That's fair. It's a weird situation. That's for sure. And I guess we don't know. I don't think he's been professional through all of it. I th- but I mean, 
just in general, asking, demanding a a transfer after a year and a half of after signing a six year extension with no okay, release clause. We know that. The interview, the interview with Gary Neville, which you don't think is as bad as it was. It's still unprofessional to do something like that in the middle of a season. It, but yeah, neither here nor there. He's here, know. so I'm supporting him still. It might take him a little bit more to get into my a little more goals. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm gonna support him still. I mean, look, he's he's a yeah. title player still, and he's one of the best. He hits the better net two more times, and everyone's yeah. fine. Oh yeah, especially if it, he does it enough against Arsenal or Chelsea. Yes. Chelsea, so. let's go. But yeah, um, no, yeah. I'm excited he's still here though. I always thought he would be. I'm glad he's still here. I think with him here, we have a good shot to do something this year. So, yep, we we do, you know, especially agree. when especially when we don't have any other backups. That's probably my most so, disappointing. I guess, I guess I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll go down that little rabbit hole real fast before we move on. Um, so we didn't bring in any strikers. We have Harry Kane and a great attacking team through other players. We got in Scarlet. Um, we also yeah. got this other forward that I don't know his name, Dylan Macca something, uh, who's been Macca-Dick. playing great. Macaday or something. He, he apparently he's about to get like yeah. Player of the Month in Premier League Two, but I don't know anything about it. And he, I, that's not even that's a joke more than anything else. But yeah, what are your thoughts yeah. on us not bringing in a striker? Does Harry Kane still that play was- every minute of every game? Like, what's what's Nuno? What's the not. what's the solution? Is January the solution? I I don't know. I hope it's not Harry Kane plays every minute of every game. We need to I, we need to do monitor his minutes a little bit better. Uh, but we I need to win least, games. We need to yeah. win games without him. Yeah, and we did, and we have, and we can. It's we just have. it's different. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I I think Sun seems to be our backup forward, and then yes. I think with that, it's Mora and and CVB on the wings. So yeah, I don't know. That's obviously not going to fly for a lot of games, but. Spot stars here, there, I'll be okay. You know, so. now that we're chalking all this up, it really makes me think that uh, I don't know if that's going to fly. And I think we might be going for a striker in January, even just someone think, on loan. No, you're, I think you're right, depending on where we're at, table yeah. wise, right? If we're close. If we're in top four or really close to it, then yeah, I think we push for it by making sure we're covered. But yeah, if not, I don't, I don't see it happening. So, uh, a yeah, Spurs friend of mine, a good Spurs friend of mine, said, uh, "Why don't we go get um, Fernando Llorente? Llorente, Llorente." I think he's way too old. At this he was already old uh, when he had him. Like. Four years ago. Yes. Dude, he can score off but. his elbow, bro. We need that. <laughs> tucked in, it's okay. <laughs> that's talent, bro. That's that's uh wisdom. It takes age <laughs> to get to that. Right. That's a valid point there. That is a valid point. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, striker position, a little bit scary. Very happy Kane's still here. Uh, moving on to another yeah. player that stayed. 
Um, completely different story. So I really want to hear your thoughts on this. Oh, okay. uh, yes. Indombele, what are we thinking? Uh, he got included in the Conference League squad. I'm guessing he's in the Premier League squad. I don't, I, I'm not positive. I'm guessing he is. Um, but what are your thoughts on him staying and his role this season? Do you think he's going to have a role? I know we, we, can, we know what he can do, but do you think he's going to have a role? I, that's, that's, the, that's the million dollar question, though, right? I mean, it's, it's up to Tange, like Nuno said. He said 100%, and, or he mm. said it 100% correctly when he said that's up to him whether or not he's a part of this, like a part of Tottenham in the future. Yeah. So I hope so. I, and, I have the irrational love for Tange, probably. My brother always tells me that. He's like, move on. He's weak, weak minded. He's yes. over. But no I'm, offense. I agree with your brother. Uh, and I don't, I can't disagree with that, but I think yeah. he's just so freaking talented. Mm-hmm. And he's that piece that could just make us take three steps forward instead of just one. If he can get his head yes. in the right spot. He's, he's so talented. He's, he's the next Musa Dembele if he can get there and, mentally. Yep. Because he's got all the same attributes. He's a beast on the ball. He can pick out passes. He can dribble past you. And he can finish. So, And he's creative. Yep. So I, I hope. And maybe that's just why. Because I know what he can be. And I really hope that it pans out. Because I enjoy watching him when he is playing to his potential. Mm-hmm. Or even close to it. And but do I think that's just happening? Yeah. No. no. Yeah. Uh, I, one thought is having about him... Um, just with with Aurier leaving and Sissoko leaving, um, him staying, you know, the reports he was concerned about that, whatever. But I mean, that might be a, a good thing to help push him out of his comfort zone, his little like tiny comfort zone, and make him, you know, expand and and grow. Help, uh, maybe help in him culture yeah. in the team. So yeah, or that maybe might be a good you know. Nuno being doing something different than Jose did and saying the things he said, mm-hmm. maybe that will light a fire under his ass or whatever, however you want to put it, and him being left off. And like he wants, because like I think I heard it somewhere else too, and it's a really good point. It's like he's got to put the effort in, right? Like even if he wants to leave Tottenham and doesn't want to stay here, where does he want to go? He's mentioned it like Barcelona, Madrid. Like, right? Like, these teams aren't going to go after him right now. Like, why? Why would they? There's literally, he has not the track record for them to want to pursue him. So, if that's true, that's what he wants, I think he has to get his shit together. And maybe we do see something because of he'll do what he can just to force his way out. And that could be good for us. Get rid of him and yeah. get a decent return or make, break even because he has a really good year this year. And then maybe. He goes back to being, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. either way, if we set, like, I don't want to sell him because I'm very excited about his potential. But obviously, if we do sell him, I, I understand it and I won't be upset. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, we didn't sell him this time. Um, we're giving him another chance at least till January. I think he'll probably be here the whole season. I don't think January is really the move. But uh, I think you're right. He has January? to show, he, he's going to catch Report. 22. He has, he has to show for us or for himself. 
to, to, to make a move. Um, and I mean, he's got a lot of potential and I think Nuno might be a good thing on him because it seems so far that Nuno's been a hard ass. Like Nuno hasn't yeah. really given an inch. And I think other players that were kind of getting it from Mourinho last year, Delhi, they've stepped up. They've, in my opinion, even uh, Stevie, you know, really taken upon themselves to get better than last year. Yep. Um, and so I think maybe Ndombele is like one of the few players that has kind of stayed where he was at, you know. Um, and that was a lazy, lackadaisical player last year, as far as everyone else said. Um, so And Nuno's been pretty hard on it. So, yeah, I agree. Hopefully Nuno can keep that on him and, and really get something yeah. out of him. Hopefully that works. Might yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, it's all on him. But I do, like you said, uh, January though. I've seen a few reports that we really are into uh, Kessie, and reports are that we're offering okay. Tange for Kessie in January. That's a salon. Yep. Yeah. So he's good. I, I, I would put him in a heartbeat. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd yeah. be pretty solid with that. I'd be okay with that for yeah. sure. I think that'd all be right, huge so... signing. So one thing that I just want to mention, one stat I had pulled up, uh, just about with all of our outgoing players, including our loans that are just off our books for the season. Um, and, like, the big one is Gareth Bale. So per week, we'd be saving uh, $822,000. So that's per week, almost a million dollars. Per year, we'll be saving almost $40 million by getting all these players off our books. So $39 million. Um, 39 and a half. So I, I do think just the, the theme of this was just really great back of the house work. Oh, yeah. No one is usually supporting Levy, but now Levy has maybe hopefully finally put the right people in the right places um, to get this ball rolling. You know, that's kind of been stuck in the mud for about two years. Um, yep. So, yeah, I think Grindo, do you have other thoughts just about our transfer window? Any anyone else that you'd like to mention? No, I don't think so. I think that's about it. I think we made some really good moves. Seeing Foyth succeed yeah. in Villarreal though is is a bit bittersweet because I was also on him and I was hoping to give up on him too much. But yes. I'm glad I'm doing. I'm glad he's doing well. So that's I'm one of the few. That, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's one of the few that went out. That went out and they they did good and you you can't yeah. you, you feel a little salty. Yeah. No. Yeah, I thought we gave up a little bit on him early, but I like again mm-hmm. I also understood it because he didn't show too much. But yeah, he's he's proven to be a he's proven to be a good player, and I think most Spurs fans would agree that he's probably better than Matt Doherty. So <laughs> that would be <laughs> definitely if we him and Django maybe, but. Who knows how time works. Um, either way, for us, I think great window, as, as we both said. Um, but let's move on. Let's talk about what's going on in these past week and a half. We've had a crazy international break. Uh, we can't bring you guys all the stats, but we're going to point out a few people, a few things that have happened, all Spurs-related. Um, so, you know, we got a lot of people going out for senior and then for a lot of these younger uh, teams is U21s, U23s. Um, we've got people captaining different sides. Um, Harry Kane doing what Harry Kane does best, scoring goals. Um, we got a lot of other people going out. But, you know, there's been a lot of controversy too. 
Let's start with, I think yeah. it was you and I talking about it, uh, or maybe it was me and Matt at the, uh, a few episodes back, but the Argentina players. Uh, yeah. And obviously what craziness happened in Brazil, um, we can discuss that. But what are your thoughts on, I mean, like our players going out, not just the whole COVID protocol. My real discussion that I want to have is like them going out and basically knowing that they were going to miss a game or two when they came back, no matter what, like the 10 day. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I have, I have thoughts on both sides, so I kind of want to hear what you think. Yeah, I'm torn on it. I get it. It's Argentina. Yeah. You know, it's their national team. Like that, a lot of pride. I, and it's world cup qualifying. One of the games yep. is Brazil. So it's not, so yep. it's tough, but it's also really disappointing. They would do that. Knowing we have, Chelsea in one of those two games that they would be missing. If it was just like if it was Palace and Brentford, even Brentford's been playing good, but Palace and Norwich, Pal, like you know, like those lower club level teams, it wouldn't be as bad. I would understand a little bit more, but it's kind of disappointing. But I also understand it. So, but now it's just that freaking shits hit the fan, and now it's really crazy with everything going on (laughs) with. The game being suspended because they didn't quarantine long enough, and how is that going to affect yeah. things? And finding out that they didn't have permission from Tottenham at all, so it sounds yep. like we're going to be finding them. So I don't know. It's crazy situation. It's a bit disappointing. Yeah, yeah. But then I also understand it. So it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I'm on the fence. No, fifty-fifty. I, I fully agree with you. Like of all sides, where. Like, is Argentina, and that's the thing that you have to, as a fan, as maybe not being Argentinian or, or whatever, just being a service fan, um, you do have to, like, try to understand with, you know, the the level of patriotism and nationalism that comes with being Argentinian, playing on the team. And then I had heard some things or reports that, like, you know, they were being told if they don't play, they're going to be dropped from the team, which makes sense. Every yeah. soccer player knows that there's only 11 positions on the field and 22 total. If you start missing games, I mean, we dropped Landon Donovan from the World Cup. I'll never forgive. <laughs> but, oh, but you know, it can happen move. very quickly. You know, it can happen very quickly. And and so it was one of those things where I, I think, yes, as looking at the player, they were caught in a, in a catch-22. It was difficult for them. And most likely, I, I haven't heard this, but my assumption – is that everything was so time sensitive where they probably had to get on the plane. It was like, you got to get on the plane. We're going to figure everything out. Like it's one of those things where like, you don't really know, but if you don't get on the plane, you're going to miss the game, you know? And so you're kind of like figuring things out as you go. I mean, that's essentially what happened down to the Brazil game. That's why the dude star on the field is because everything was happening at the moment. Um, Turned out to, to look crazier than it really was. I mean, it wasn't, even essentially their fault, uh, uh, you know, other people in Brazil, the Brazilian, you know, you know, medical team or medical, well, uh, national medical. That Argentinian FA should know better. And I fully agree. Like, These guys can't play, so we can't force them to play. Like, yeah. So, yeah, yes. it's not like they were kind of forced to, to play that game, even though. So yeah. I, who knows what exactly obviously what went on but it's it sounds very interesting it'll be interesting to see how everything plays out i don't i have no idea 
literally a soap opera show right at this point i feel like when i yes, was looking at the bottom taker and it was like game was suspended i'm like what and my brother was like you didn't hear mm-hmm. about that i'm like no and so he's like yeah they stormed like the police or whatever came on and because of quarantine yeah. i'm like wait what like this yes. is not this this is not real <laughs> but yeah yes. and like that's and- and the worst part being, the worst part being is that it is more like a soap opera now. It's just all this crazy hoopla, and that like, I mean, obviously, it has to pertain with two Tottenham players, two of our best players, you know, essentially on the yep. bench or on the field, and so just you're saying it's a soap opera, and that soap opera is just going to come back, and everyone from Nuno to the players to the management to the fans to the media are all going to have to talk about it, and so that's yep. in my opinion the worst part. Um, obviously what they did could have been better. It could, they could have done better. Their management could have done better. I think you're exactly right. Argentinian FA probably has the most blame to take, um, because they can affect all sides of it. They should know the Brazilian portion. They should know what the players can and cannot do. So I agree with you. It's disappointing. Um, it's disappointing because we're having a kind of like a spotless beginning of the season. Um, pretty yep. flawless, and then like this thing that's just has nothing to do with us or our team or play on the field is gonna come back. Kind of like when Hugo got the like drunk driving charge. It's like this has nothing yeah. to do with what's going on on the field, but it's just gonna like throw a curveball at Tottenham. And so yeah, that's on, that's on my least level, favorite yeah. part. Yeah, well, it was bad enough, and then so you. They're going to be delayed even more, and how is this going to affect Because they weren't breaking into the team yet, so how is that going to affect them breaking into the team again or f- for the first time? And then Correct. that was bad enough, thinking about that, and then our depth, and then now, as I was telling you why I'm depressed, Sun yeah, started playing with the calf injury. Hopefully that's not that's just precautionary, not a big deal. I yes. don't know. Sessignon, which isn't a starter, but he apparently left U21s for England with an injury. Skip pulled off because of an injury. Stevie groin injury. Yeah, groin injury, which, yeah, that for Skip. So that's terrible. Stevie Stevie B for uh, the Netherlands, I saw a huge ice pack on his ankle coming off. Is that it? (laughs) I I was saying, is that that it? I think there's. I think there was more, but I mean, that's enough. I mean, that's including the Argentinian players. That's like yes, six or seven people in our, in our 23 man squad. Like as far yeah. as whoever starts and then who's on the bench, it's, it's thinning out. Yeah. Kane's coming off of playing in three world cup qualifiers. Right. Yep. So, I mean, and there's yeah, another be- one. I mean, there's going to be another match. There's one more for all yeah, of them. Exactly. Yeah, we have tomorrow, so yeah. I don't know. It worst things were going really well, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it's just like I said. Maybe maybe these injuries aren't bad. I don't. I haven't seen enough on. Um, I don't know if we know enough about them yet. But like, yeah, yeah we'll see. It just hopefully these are just little nicks, and they'll be fine after resting for four days. I I hope again. Like assessing it, I know yeah. like isn't starting for us to really get in minutes, but I mean. We need depth at this point, it looks like. So there's depth that could potentially be gone. Um, I don't know. Dory to get hurt? Probably for Ireland? <laughs> I Probably. Don't so. I don't think so. 
Um, and I think Hoybier is good. <laughs> go through the ranks. Yeah. I think Larissa is good. Um, Dyer didn't go out. Sanchez went out, but that's another one. Sanchez, I think, has to quarantine when he gets back. He wasn't yeah, no, supposed to leave right. So, yeah. oh, no, yes. You're I, right. I fully understand your depression. Oh, shoot. Whew, I don't... That one hit me like a fucking bad wave. Yeah, that. I think. It's, so, and, and as we're saying. Reggie, got pulled, Reggie just got called up, I think, because Spain had some injuries. I don't know if he has to quarantine. I don't know where he's going. I don't, I don't think many of the European countries, I don't really think any of them have to, to my knowledge. Um, but yes, I mean, all that is extremely depressing. I mean, I know we're both looking, for, looking ahead to the Chelsea match and then the Arsenal match right after that. But I think that the Chelsea yeah. match, I mean, obviously Chelsea match, probably at this, not at this point, this is the biggest game of the season. Always will be, but it, especially what things are looking like, them this season going to be like the most difficult game even over any of the city matches um so we're looking ahead to that but even before that this crystal palace match is going to be a difficult game it's a london derby uh yep they haven't been doing they haven't been doing horrible um no but like if we have a half-baked team it's going to be difficult you know we haven't been putting you know too much in the net so yeah exactly i was just gonna say Exactly. We haven't been playing. I mean, we've been winning, but we haven't been winning convincingly by any means. Three one zero wins. Yeah, the one against City looked really good, but I mean, you'd like yeah. hope you would do better against uh, Wolves, right? I mean, one yep. zero. We didn't really create too much. I mean, we had some decent opportunities, but then, and then what was the other one? Wolves. Watford one Watford. Yeah, Watford was another one. Like. You'd expect to put a couple more in yeah. against Wofford and not have that potentially end 1-1. We had pressure know, so. on us a lot of the game. Yeah, so, yeah. Palace is not by any means going to be a walkover for us the way we've been playing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's scary if we have some injuries. It's definitely going to be a time for a lot of other players to step up. But also, I think for Nuno to step up and to really pull some strings because he's going to have to do that. You know, you don't have your everyone. You're going to have to fucking make a patchwork and make it work, you know? Potentially, um, yeah. Hopefully not. But, yeah, I mean, there's. it looks like he might have to. And the stadium caught on fire. That's hilarious. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, everything. All the bad omens. Oh, it's not good. Someone, someone I mean, put all the bad omens. We're on fire. The whole the, the team's on fire so much. The stadium caught on fire, but I think it's yeah. now that that's not true. I think it's just because because <laughs> yeah, no, we're dumpster fire right now with injuries. Yes, yeah. So now it's reflecting the dumpster fire. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um. But we'll let's see. let's let's stay on the uh, Crystal Palace for a second. Let's look ahead to that. Um. Our players are coming back after this weekend. And then next weekend, we got Crystal Palace. Uh, this will probably be our last episode till then. So let's look ahead at them. We were just discussing them. Um, they're really not a bad team. A lot of people in the beginning of the season were putting them to like get relegated and stuff. I kind of see them they're in strong. the exact same place as I usually, as they always are, 10th to 14th or something like that. But they're a good team. They, or like, they have good players. 
Uh, everyone knows Wilfred Zaha. And then I don't know too much of the rest of their team at the moment. But they've drawn two and lost one. And that loss was to Chelsea. So, and one of the, that, one of the ties was to Brentford. Brentford's been doing okay. And one of those ties, uh, nil-nil. And one of those ties, 2-2, most recently was to West Ham. And West Ham's been doing good. Um, yeah, that's <clears throat> so looking really forward good. To Palace, like, yeah, so looking forward to Palace. I mean, we kind of just went over it a little bit, but what are your thoughts on maybe, I don't know, what, what you expect, what we need? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a way, so it's at Palace. Um, I think one thing we'll need is a great traveling section. We're going to need to hear our fans. Um, the London Derby, it's going to be rough. But, yeah, what, what do you think Nuno will really need to pull out the bag? Solid on defense. It's going to be the big thing. It's just kind of basically what we've been doing. We're going to be solid in the back still. And we're going to have to be clinical with, with what, whoever's playing up top. So, like I said, hopefully yeah. it's just precautionary stuff with with Sun and, you know, and we'll have yeah. him at least. But... Well, and one good thing that happened, I guess, uh, quite opposite of everything else during the transfer window. What's that? Sorry. And hopefully Skip is okay so we don't yes, revert to I mean, wins. Oh, okay. Then I'm very, very nervous. Well, Winks needs to fight for his position. Winks, I'm, everyone's nervous at that, too. I've always been a Winks fan, but he has gotten so much worse. Um... But he's one of those players that needs to fight and is given a chance. So if he does come in, I mean, yeah, we'll judge him afterwards. But um, that could be what ends up happening if Skip's not there. My question to you, what I was going to say, uh, a good thing that happened during this uh, little break is I guess Joe Roden became available and he went to go play with Wales. I think that happened also. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know how how Nuno feels about him. That's, that's I don't, the only yeah. thing. And thinking, thinking about a solid back line, I mean, he hasn't really played or trained with us all season. Uh, throwing him in no, there, he, he might be talented. Good. Yeah, he might be talented, but, uh, but I mean, Sanchez and Dyer have just been fluid. They've been together with a lot, you know. So uh, what are your yeah. thoughts on maybe Rodon coming in? I like Rodon. I'm excited about him. Uh, so, but – yeah, it'll be tough. It to throw him in there. I don't know who would be. Who I don't would think be there's anyone center? else. <laughs> there's no one else. Dyer, Sanchez, Rodon, and Kuti. Those are our center backs, right? Yeah. And two of them Kuti are in quarantine. Sanchez can't play. Huh. This is, this is rough. This is, we said it was going to get depressing by the end. We said we were saving it till the end. Anyone who made it this long, we apologize, but we feel the same way. I mean, uh, hopefully, well, you know, Spurs. Tengengang Ten is a center back. So Great he could be out, out there with Royal, Royal on the right. Yep. So that's a possibility. Dire Tengengang. No, that's, that's actually that's, that, I think. I think that could work. Uh, thank you for solving that problem because I was getting really worried over here. <laughs> you have Nuno. <laughs> yes. Leave even now you're listening. <laughs> but yeah, no. I think I, I like that. I think that'd be pretty. I'd like to see it at least. 
Or yeah. even I think Tangangang and Rodan would be fun to watch together. I think they could be a solid pairing. But I think it would, but I think maybe we start that in another match. <laughs> no, I don't fine. want Di- I don't want Dyer coming off the bench because uh, one of them's blowing it. I I want Dyer to have a pretty solid year, and then we can sell him for some money, yes. and then he can go Ooh. revert back to Dyer. But yeah, yes, then he'll be a five star center back. Never. Once he leaves us, <laughs> no. You're such a Just dreamer. Like I love it. I love it. You're yes. such a dreamer. Uh, no, that's, that's a nightmare. I don't want everyone to be good when they leave. Well, you thinking that Dyer will turn into a five star anything. That's what everyone else says. He's going to go play for Roma and like win Syria with Mourinho. Go for it. <laughs> I don't know if that makes him five stars, but I think we all saw how we did with Jose. He can't handle the, that constant pressure on him in the back. We all saw that yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, he can do it for a little bit, but not the whole match, not the whole season. No. 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 Definitely Gosh, no. not. Uh, well, I th- think that kind of brings us to the end. We discussed all of our trailers in, our trailers out. We look forward to Crystal Palace. Um, we also discussed, you know, everyone going out on on International Dude, which we don't want to discuss anymore. Only send prayers to that part of this conversation um but again, international breaks suck. suck yes international breaks suck. that will be the name of this episode if we do want to talk about something not completely spurs related for like a second though i'd like your opinion i did was watching i think i already told you sky sports today and yes international teams are voting on potentially a world cup every two years Ooh. yeah that yeah, that'd be terrible. Yeah, that'd this be so bad. This portion of the this portion of the show has already been so depressing. I don't want to crack this can open all the way, but I <laughs> oh, would hate that. I hope they don't do that. That's dumb um, for many reasons. Obviously, it ruins inter- like continental tournaments, but just the glory of every four years. I mean, that's and I mean, it takes so long to do qualifying. So I. I that's dumb. That's yeah. money driven, and hopefully, you yeah. know, the fans can rise up and tell them a to billion back down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next thing, Delhi double. One that actually makes sense. That I actually part of. That you don't just decide to purposely make me okay. lose. There we go. Center back pairing. Center back pairing on Saturday or Sunday. Okay. Um, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Dyer and Tangang Gang. Damn it! That's what I was gonna say. You want it? You want uh, it? No, no, no. I'm thinking now. I gotta. Well, I'll go with Dyer and Rodon, and I think Tangang Gang will be on the right. That's only for this bet, but uh, <laughs> well, I mean, we, um, we can do something else. We can do uh, what's a, what's an easier one? No, no, a that's one. a good one. That's a really good one. Um, I like that because that is a, a very big question mark. I am curious what we'll look like in the back. Um, so we'll, we'll also post that online and get everyone else's opinion on what they think the center back pairing should be uh, this weekend or next weekend. Um, so I like that. I'm going with I mean, Dyer and Rodon. I'm going with a prediction score, or well, with Tangangang and 
and Dyer in the back, and then my prediction score of two nothing. As long as everyone's healthy go. enough, right? Like barring any, if there's major in- injuries, I'm going two one. Nice two one. Okay. Oh, if okay, you put a lot of stipulations on that. <laughs> if we but, have injury, uh, we win two. If we don't, we win two nothing. <laughs> okay, I like it. Uh, basically, if skips in. Um, <laughs> well, if, if yes, we, there's no way we're having a clean sheet. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand that. I fully agree. Um, I don't like to do score predictions, but I will add to your score prediction. Say, I think Harry Kane will get one. That's okay. Out of your two, you nil, I think. What's that? Win, win, you can do a win, loss, or draw, though. Oh, we're winning. Right? That's not a question. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, just, like, yeah. That's how Everyone we do it for always, week one. People try to be, week yes, one. that's, I'm not going to do score predictions too much, but or, like, I don't plan on ever doing that, but it's always no a win. Way. You can ask me every week, but we're winning. I'll ask you. <laughs> there we just go. Just for shits and giggles. Damn right. All right. Well, with all that being said, we got our deadly double. We got our score prediction. We looked back. We looked forward. I appreciate you very much, Nick, for coming on here. Last from last but not least for me. Come on, you Spurs! Come on, you Spurs! Give them a cheer.